Welcome to the ECU Alumni Podcast Series, Follow the Leader. This special series has been created for you by talented teams of ECU students. In this podcast, you'll follow the career journeys of leading ECU alumni from a range of professions. You'll get an insight into their chosen profession, as well as tips from how to get your big break to how to succeed in your career and more. We hope you enjoy this insight into the different journeys that our alumni take and that their fascinating stories give you some interesting food for thought. Hello everyone, my name is Emily and I'll be your host. Today we're joined by Lisa Wallman, one of our extremely successful alumni who earned a bachelor's degree in business and science. She is currently a career officer at ECU and provides personal and professional advice to help students develop in their pursuit of a fulfilling career. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Emily. It's my pleasure. Why don't you tell our listeners a bit about yourself? So my name is Lisa and I graduated from ECU with a Bachelor of Science, Bachelor of Business with a major in Nutrition and Marketing. Um, I'm originally from Sweden, so I travelled here back in 2014 the first time, but um, started studying at ECU in 2017. And now I'm currently working with ECU, so I haven't left yet. (laughs) Um, So I'm working in the career services here at ECU. Oh, okay, cool. Um, So three words to describe yourself. Three words to describe myself. Um, I'd say kind, curious and empathetic. How have you gone from being an ECU student to an ECU career officer? So during my time at ECU as a student, I was quite involved with the ECU communities. I was doing volunteering. I was doing peer mentoring. I was involving um, a few bits and pieces. And then I think it was six months prior to Prior to me graduating from ECU, then I then I was offered the role as a career officer, basically. Oh, okay. So you mentioned that you studied marketing and nutrition. Why did you choose to study at ECU? When I first come, came to Perth, I was I was an au pair, and I lived just around the corner from ECU. So it was back then it was first of all the location of ECU it's it's very close to the ocean and also close to the city um, and also they offered the the combination of doing nutrition and marketing which is quite often when I speak to people they say that it's a very odd combination <laughs> but um, um, but yeah ECU offered that combination so that was one of the reasons also why I chose ECU to begin with. Okay. Do you still remember what it feels like to study at ECU as an international student? And do you have any interesting stories to share? Um, oh, interesting <laughs> stories. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, I definitely remember what it's like to study as an international student. I remember my first week during orientation as an international student. And I remember I was very nervous and I was very unsure of you know studying in a different language and meeting friends or and and things like that but I I remember my first week and the friends that I met then were from 
all over the world and, and I'm still friends with them to this day. So that was I, I, my orientation at ECU was um, was a good start of, of my studies. Um, and then I think um, also as I was quite involved, that also was a great part of university, not only the studies, but actually the community and, and the events that were happening and things like that. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so how do you find adapting to university life in a new country? It was uh, quite overwhelming, of course, in the beginning. I, I was lucky though, as I, I had been in Australia uh, prior to studying, so I started my studies in 2017, but I travelled uh, around Australia two, two years prior to that, so I was familiar with the country in itself, but then obviously um, adapting to um, writing in English in, you know, academic language and, and all of those things. That, for me, that was quite overwhelming, but um, is you have um, quite a lot of uh, support that that helps international students and students in general with with that. So it was it was overwhelming, but there was also support there for me, which was which was helpful. And what would you suggest to international students for them to gain a better studying experience? I think having the courage to try new things and not be afraid to ask for help um, if you need to. Also, so how many did I say that? Two, two things. Um, a third thing I would say is to um, get involved, get involved with with um, with the communities at ECU. It's um, it's it's a way to meet friends and it's a way to be. Um, to learn about cultures and and other people and um, just have fun along the way as whilst you're studying. Yeah, good networking skills, yeah. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so apart from academics, did you join any school clubs or communities? Yes, I did. Um, so I was uh, early on in my degree, I joined is you women in business early on in my um, degree. Then I joined not a com um, well community. Yeah, I would say that's community. Um, well, the peer mentoring program. So basically, right now all ECU students get a peer um, a peer mentor when they first commence university. So when when I had been at uni for for like a year or so, I think it was, I started to. I was a peer mentor as well, and then that kind of evolved, and I was um, heavily involved with the international students, so mentoring the majority of international students and helping them to transition into university life as well. So that was a very rewarding experience and um, one of my highlights, I would say, from uni. And how did you find those activities? I, as in how I found them, how, sorry? So how did you find them, like, on campus how did you like apply ah so that's a good question how did I find them so some of my lecturers mentioned it and then it was posters around campus emails um yeah it was yeah I think it was that's what it was it was a little bit of everything I believe <laughs> yeah and did you find that those experience helped you in your time at university or even life after ECU Yes, definitely, definitely. So with volunteering, 
and uh, mentoring and and think being involved in those types of communities it's yes you know it's it's that sense of belonging that we get um, as humans and then, and then also we build a lot of employability skills when 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 we're involved in in extracurricular activities such as the peer mentoring program and volunteering um so uh, yeah definitely been of of um of help not only in careers career wise but actually um in life and you know so during covid for example we were running um international cafe it was called and then we connected with all offshore students who uh, were not able to come over to australia because of covid and the closing of the borders so that was um um, so we connected then online and we had social activities um, with with students all over the world and so that was that was um, very fulfilling and and um, that's like I said the international student community it's great at ECU and um, it's um, yeah, I'm very happy that I was involved in that. <laughs> I also noticed that you have many job experiences and you started doing several internships while you were still studying. So how do you balance work and study? Yes, so with my first internship it was it was a work integrated learning so it was part of the part of the curriculum. Um so that was one unit um during my studies. So in terms of managing my time, yes it was university time for me was quite stressful in managing all of that um, but I think I spent most of my time with my studies and volunteering and work so I think the social aspect of my life I had to cut down on that a little bit but um, uh, yeah definitely um, time management skills were definitely required in those situations so um, yeah yeah definitely need time management yeah <laughs> Um, could you tell us a bit more about your internships and what you did? Yeah, so I was um, lucky enough to be in a digital marketing agency. So it was a startup company that was based in a co-working space. So that was a, a very um, fun experience because um, we were working, I was working with, with this digital marketing agency, but there was also other companies sitting in the same room so we could have conversations and there were social events that were happening. I think we had, uh, there was one event that I went to, they had like a TED talk session. So we played a TED talk and then we had a discussion around that specific talk and we had lunch together and so on. So um, it was not only about the, 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 like marketing uh, technical skills it was also about you know networking and, and making connections in a sense so it was a really really great experience from that point of view as well. Did you find the internships helpful for exploring your career path? Yes definitely because I think it's one thing to read about you know marketing for me it was marketing and marketing concepts and so on in our textbooks but it's another thing to apply it into into the real life so it's it definitely allowed me to explore okay what are the things that I enjoy about this and also which is equally important understanding what what is it that I don't enjoy because marketing can be broad so understanding what is it within marketing that that I would like to pursue and, and and move forward within so definitely 
Um, did you have a career plan in mind in the early stages of university or what you wanted to do when you were going to start doing the internships? Mm, I had an idea when I started my studies, but I didn't really have a plan. So because I did my also well, my career interests have changed significantly <laughs> since I started uni, which is great, I guess. Um, I think careers are not a straight line. It's, you know, it's. Um, it's a great podcast I listen to. It's called Squiggly Career. So they say that the careers are squiggly. So it's not a straight line. It's actually like a squiggle. <laughs> so, uh, but from the beginning, it I was very interested in nutrition. So that was the path that I wanted to take on uh, from the beginning. But then marketing, um, I really enjoyed that as well. And then I started um, immersing myself in that. So, um, I'm still in exploring my career and I think I always will, I, I think I always will, <laughs> but um, I had one idea from the beginning um, which significantly changed uh, through my degree. So, um, yeah, no, I think I've just say, said yes to the opportunities that I found interesting in the moment and then that has kind of taken me to where I am today, I think. So how have your career interests changed since studying at ECU? So when I first started at ECU, I, I, my major was nutrition and it was, um, that was the, my biggest interest at the time. So I used to do, um, I was in the fitness industry, so I was competing on, and things like that. So that's where my interest for nutrition came, came in. Um, and then I started my studies. I'm still interested in nutrition, but then I got more. Um, I researched more about you know business and marketing and and understanding people and, and and things like that. And then somewhere along the line, it changed. And then um, I also took electives in self-development which was part of the counseling degree and then I took a leadership unit and I think it was in the the self-development unit that's where something something really switched for me and it was um, and basically what I'm doing in my career or in my role today is to help other people with their career development um, which and self-development is you know a, a big part of that um, I think with the marketing in my role now, it's you know I'm I'm helping students to articulate the value and writing the resumes and things like that. So it's basically marketing, but it's it's you as the product. <laughs> so it's the personal branding that comes into that. So um, it went from fitness industry and nutrition to um, to to personal branding and and writing resumes, <laughs> but um. The, the red thread, I think, is the self-development and the health, um, striving to become better and also, you know, feeling well um, and, and taking care of oneself. So I think it's a lot of a lot to kind of untangle there, but that's that's the gist of it, I think. <laughs> so what did you compete in before you started studying? So I did something called athletic fitness. So it's um, it's performance and it's also aesthetics. So you know, posing on stage and um, doing pull-ups and and rowing and 
dips I competed in. So that was that was the fitness competition. <laughs> That's where they and obviously nutrition played a huge part in in performance and and um and basically sculpting your your body. So um that's where my interest was born, I think. Yeah, interesting. Cool. Um personally I'd like to know, and I'm sure some of our listeners can relate, what is your opinion on peer pressure when looking for jobs and career choices and financial independence? Mm, that's a very insightful question. Um, I think peer pressure is is massive in not only career choices, in making career choices and that, but in general, peer pressure is a massive thing, especially with social media and, you know, we're seeing all the successes of other people. So we compare where we're at based on that. So I think it has a massive massive impact on people. I think what's important to remember is, you know, um, understanding ourselves and what we want rather than looking at what other people have. But uh, I think that it plays a, plays a, a significant, significant role in the choices we make, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think is the most common reason that students have difficulties in pursuing a career? I think we often put limitations on ourselves um, about what we are capable of doing sometimes it's the internal dialogue that we you know the stories that we tell ourselves that you know for example like we're not good enough or um, I shouldn't do that or I'm not capable of doing that and so on so I think sometimes it can have it can be due to yeah the limitations that we put on ourselves and then I think also comes back to the self-awareness like what are our interests what are our skill what are our strengths and the the skills that we have and um having that self-awareness I think is another another reason oh reason I think it's um, so I think the self-awareness and doing and working on that self-awareness um will help to pursue a career that will be fulfilling Thanks for that insight, Lisa. Well, that's it for part one. See you after the break. Welcome back. Let's talk about the ECU alumni community. I saw the short article you wrote on the ECU Career Hub website about joining the ECU Young Alumni Network. Why do you think people should join? I think it's a great way to... Um, stay connected with with people who are in the same boat so um, joining the workforce after graduation can be you know daunting and overwhelming so having that community and network with um, is I think it's a great place to to um, to connect with others and what sort of events have they organized in the past so the, they organise social events, they organise uh, networking events, professional development opportunities, um, yeah, career development, in yeah, within those different topics. I know that during COVID they ran Coffee and Connect um, online. Um, so there's there's a lot of different events to be to be part of. Okay. Um, any examples of how it can benefit graduates? Yes, yeah, so I think, like I mentioned earlier, I think it's having that community and the network where you can share and and um, 
and and basically just keeping connected with with your with your your peers i think it's a great great way to to nurture those connections and what's your experience of being the ambassador for the ecu young alumni network mm, when did i start i'm trying to think when i started so i started last year about a year ago and it's been great it's um it's it's student or graduates from all different types of industries like nursing like uh, marketing communications from and um, engineering so it's all these different um different um uh, areas that come together and we we create um you know we create events and um, collaborates in that way so it's it's just great to hear everyone's stories and, and their experiences I think um, and to have that safe place where where you can have meaningful conversations. Thanks Lisa we're on to another break now we'll be back shortly. Welcome back now it's time for the quick fire question round. Lisa, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your time at ECU? 10. If you could go back and change one thing, what would you change? I would drink less coffee. <laughs> one word for graduates. Oh, one word for graduates. Um, no, I'm stressing. One word for graduates. Uh, believe. One word for future graduates. Be courageous. That's two words, but that's it. Be courageous. What is your hidden talent? I can sing with my mouth closed. <laughs> and where do you see yourself in five years? I think the only thing that comes to mind right now is because I haven't seen my family in a very long time, so I, I'm hoping that I will spend more time with them. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll leave it there for this episode. I'd like to thank Lisa Warman for taking the time today to do this podcast and for giving us an insight into the industry. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thank you all for listening. I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.